It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Many of you ask the question, what do we need? What do we do? How do we do it? The how always matters, one of the tenets of this show. We need a new endeavor. We have been painted as deplorables, irredeemables, as stupid, and worse. We need to not just rework the conversation, but reinforce the foundations of who we are as a country, as a culture, as a people, and how we move forward together. Dr. Ben Carson, former Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, certainly embodies that. And retirement apparently doesn't suit him well after the end of the Trump administration. His new think tank has been announced, and we'll talk about it right now with him, American Cornerstone Institute at AmericanCornerstone.org. Dr. Carson, great to have you here, and retirement really does not suit you well. (laughs) Well, thank you, David. It's always nice to be with you. No, I I have tried retirement. I have come to the conclusion that I'll retire when I go to heaven. But uh, I was thinking, you know, as the Trump administration was ending, what a great time to finally relax. But looking at the direction of the country and thinking about children and grandchildren and all the people who are coming after us, I couldn't. And uh, there were a lot of people who were working with me at HUD, just excellent people who also couldn't. And we said, what can we do? And we we said, what were the things that made America into a great country? What were those foundational principles? They were things like our faith. And you think about it. Our Judeo-Christian faith taught us how to relate to each other so that it taught you to love your neighbor and to be forgiving and to be helpful. Uh, The culture today says hate your neighbor if they disagree with you, cancel your neighbor, completely antithetical. Another principle, liberty, freedom. It was the reason that so many people came to America from other places. They wanted to get away from governing authorities that try to control every aspect of their lives. And you you look at something like freedom of speech, such an important part of what America is. And yet, there are very few people today who don't double-check and triple-check what they're saying. They're afraid they may get in trouble. They're afraid they may get canceled. And some people say, well, we still have freedom of speech because the government doesn't impose a restriction on our speech. Well, if big tech and the media imposes it and the government is complicit, it's the same effect and it has the same deleterious impact on our society. And then the whole concept of community. You know, a nation is composed of its communities, and the strength of the community comes from unity in the community. There was a time when we were much more united 
than we are now. Now people think that that person who lived next to them for the last 20 years in peace is their enemy because they have a different yard sign. You know, that's manipulation. We've been manipulated by the media and by the politicians to believe that your next-door neighbor is your enemy if they disagree with the way you think. That's craziness. And then the whole concept of life. As we've moved further and further away from respecting life, from the womb to the tomb, we've become much more callous and coarse in the way that we relate to the people around us, all of which is very destructive. And Cornerstone Institute is really focused on how do we reverse these trends? How do we give Americans the right kind of information? And it's not just a think tank, but as Glenn Beck said, it's also a do tank. We're we're doing things. We're uh, holding forums. Uh, It's going to be around different places throughout the country, bringing people to the table from both sides, but putting in the middle of the table the facts, the evidence, and then looking for solutions that only involve the facts, not your ideology. And I think those are the kinds of things that I found were very helpful when I was secretary. And even in some of the the, the more radical cities, if you get people to actually sit down and talk to each other, utilizing the facts as your central focus point, you can make real progress rather than being manipulated. You know, it was Nikita Khrushchev who said, your grandchildren's children will live under communism and we will never even have to fire a shot. What did he know? He knew that all they would have to do is gain control of the educational system so you could indoctrinate the kids, gain control of the media so that you could control what the people heard. Replace trust in God with trust and dependence on the government. Raise the debt to such a level that you could justify massive taxation and the transference of wealth. They're doing all these things right now. And I I think if Khrushchev were alive, he would say, you see what I told you? We're getting there, and we're getting there very quickly. But it doesn't have to be that way. We can stop it. But we can only stop it if we're united and if we're courageous. You cannot be the land of the free if you're not also the home of the brave. Well said, to say the least, and there's much more to say. My guest, Dr. Ben Carson, and his new do tank, American Cornerstone Institute. Uh, AmericanCornerstone.org is the website, and you just outlined the pillars, faith, liberty, community, and life. Your life has been the example, but your accomplishments in building a team 
And America is a community. We're a team, a team of people. Uh, what you did at HUD, the various programs, and as you pointed out, going to the areas, uh, even the more in need, the more radical, under some definition or another, the success was there because the facts were on the table, whether it be in Philadelphia, Spokane, Pittsburgh, you know, name the city's rural urban area, didn't matter. So this is about education as I hear you talk and educating the people so they understand the facts. Those that need it most aren't those out of the Ivy Leagues or those out of the universities. It would seem to be that there needs to be an education at the ground level in American communities. Uh, that's that's exactly right. You know, it's very ironic that the places that are supposed to be the bastions of intellectualism are the very places where they don't want to discuss things, where they just want to have uniformity of thought, the complete opposite of intellectualism. And I think in many cases they don't actually even realize it. And then you look at the media uh, and how few of them seem to understand the critically important role that the media has in a free society. And the reason that they were favored above all other businesses by our Constitution is because they were supposed to disseminate unbiased information to the people so that the people could decide the direction that they wanted to go in. But if the media has put their thumb on the scale and they're trying to manipulate the population, it completely distorts the initial intention of the reason that they were given preference. And I don't think many in the media realize that if we move to a socialist platform or a communist platform, the first thing socialists and communists do is control the media. And so, you know, they're creating their, their own graveyard. And I don't think they even realize that because, you know, there, there's such a, a conformity. And you have to do this and you have to conform. You have to think the way that I think. And uh, this is just antithetical to the whole concept of America. America is more of an idea than it is a place. It is an idea about freedom, about innovation and entrepreneurship, all the kinds of things that are encouraged when you give people real freedom. Now, freedom comes from knowing who you are, and it's one of the ways I look at it. And what you're role, your responsibility, and your opportunities are in society. And, you know, Ben, I'm thinking back as I listen to you, and you talk about, or, or rather on the page for American Cornerstone Institute, uh, they write about the last four years at HUD, but it's what you did. You, you took and put a group together. You worked with different agencies. You didn't seek to impose government, but to decrease government, but use government with its responsibilities and abilities to help people help themselves. You talked on this show a lot about human capital, maximizing human capital. And in this country with 300 plus million people, 
that is probably the strongest foundation we have. We create things, they're strong. We have a strong military, strong Judeo-Christian culture, but that human capital is not only current, but the future. When you talk about going in and engaging grassroots outreach, collaboration with state and local faith-based entities, private organizations, is this the continuation of that model? It is, and you know, necessity is the mother of invention. And uh, you know, in the in the past, when we found a need to do something, American ingenuity stepped up to the plate and did it. You know, right now, for instance, there's a tremendous necessity for freedom of speech, for platforms that will allow freedom of speech so that you're not canceled because some arbitrary group of people decides that they don't want to hear what you have to say. And, you know, there are a number of uh, people who are working on the kind of platform that will allow it to happen. I've actually met with some of them this week. Uh, It's incredibly exciting what's coming along. It's going to blow Facebook and those places right off the planet. They're so much better. Um, But, you know, you have to have an environment that will allow those kinds of things to flourish. Now, we're not far away from a point where we would have authorities say, no, you may not do that. So we've got to get it done while there's an opening here, quite frankly. And, uh, you know, I'm the, the least paranoid person that there is, but I do look around and I see what's happening. I observe what's, what's happening, and it's frightening. The other thing that's happening is look at, look at the, the money in your pocket, the coins and the bills, and what do they say? They say, in God we trust. Godly principles have had so much to do with the success that we've had in this country. You know, loving the neighbor, taking care of the less fortunate in a way that doesn't leave them in a position of dependency, but gives them a pathway for self-sufficiency. That's what true compassion is. And there, there are those who think that compassion is patting somebody on the head and saying, there, there, you poor little thing, I'm going to take care of all your needs, but make sure you vote for me. You know, that's not compassion, that's using people. And, you know, that godliness, I think, made a difference. Now, there are those who will come along and they say, but how can we have been a godly nation and have had slavery. You know, it always comes back to that. But recognize that slavery is more prevalent today than has ever been in history. So it is a horrible thing. It's a part of mankind, an evil part of mankind, and we need to do everything we can to abolish it. But don't go back and try to act like that was some unique thing in history. It was horrible, but it was not unique. And we were imperfect people. We have learned from it and, and, and are ready to move on. We can sit back 
and we can rehash it and we can try to open up old wounds or we can learn from it and we can move forward, as has been the case with societies around the world throughout history. As a matter of fact, because we have those principles, we were able to overcome and abolish slavery while it, you're right, it, it lives in other parts of the world still to this day. You know, one of the challenges for this, Ben, is how to deal with those who oppose in the opposition, not just about the media, but so many Americans who have been indoctrinated or have been uh, in some way given enough of the message that the left approach, the leftist approach is the way to go. Uh, you're going to see that opposition. We see it today, and certainly it's going to rise up at some point against American cornerstones. So how do you engage them? Because some can be brought back to the right way of thinking, the American way of thinking, and some we won't. Well, I think the key in that situation is recognizing that somebody has to be the adult in the room. So, you know, to throw back nasty counter charges and to attack each other, throwing, getting your respective corner and throwing hand grenades at each other, it's never going to help. Even if they know they're wrong, all you're going to do is make them get entrenched even more to, to try to defend themselves. So it's a matter of opening up lanes, safe lanes of communication so that people don't feel like they're going to be attacked, that they can talk about their rationale. If you can get people to sit down at the table together and actually talk about their rationale, very often you don't have to do a lot of convincing. A lot of times they will see it for themselves. But as they begin to see it for themselves, you don't gloat. You don't sit down and say, I told you so. You just let them come there gradually. That's what that's what wise people do. People who are not wise, uh, you know, will never allow someone to come to their point of view because they are too busy gloating about it. Well, that's why we have you on this show, a wise man. And I, I applaud you for not retiring. I, I didn't think it suited you well anyway. It just didn't seem to fit your character. Uh, but, you know, you're right. We need to take these things on and we need to put the facts in the middle of the table. I like the way you put it. And you've demonstrated this and the success of many Americans or the successful outcomes for many Americans during your tenure as uh, the secretary of HUD proves that. So this will be an endeavor that don't will have. Yeah, exactly. Don't give up just because somebody attacks you. You know, if, if nobody's attacking you, you're probably not doing anything. Yeah. You're not over the target, as I like to say. <laughs> All right, my friend. Well, it's great to, great to see you launch this effort. 100% with you on this. I, 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 We need this. We need these engagements, and you have a record uh, of success that I think when applied to this will do the same for people because this is about America, not just about you or me or the few. Absolutely. You're complete. It's about us, U.S., United States. Let's get it done.
All right. There you go. And by the way, I'm going to put some more friends of yours to work in the third hour, Joel and Walter. So we'll we'll keep them going. The Ben Carson, the Ben Carson working group. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> All right, David. Always wonderful to talk to you. I'll see you soon. All right. Thank you. See you soon. Again, American Cornerstone Institute, Faith, Liberty, Community, Life, AmericanCornerstone.org. And uh, that is the new Do Tank uh, launched by Dr. Carson. Uh, Check it out. A lot of good information. It's just the beginning. We have a lot of work to do. You can join me live on the David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.